Greetings, Hempster. Thank you for tuning in to another hemp episode of Hemp Aware Radio. This is your hemp entrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp, here to empower and hemp educate your hemposphere because it's important. Hemp entrepreneurs and hemp companies around the world struggle to market and sell their products, but it doesn't have to be that way. At HempAware, we provide strategic marketing and branding services so that hemp entrepreneurs just like you can transform the world with their hemp products and transform the planet in a way that supports all life. So if you're struggling to get traffic to your website or convert that traffic into ongoing sales, or if you're needing help with your website, your marketing, your branding in any way, visit hempaware.com and check out some of the valuable resources we have for hemp entrepreneurs and companies just like yours. On today's show, I'm pleased to introduce you to a company called Orion's Naturals. The owner, Nick Kirpuwhite, has an inspiring story that we're going to share with you in just a few moments that ultimately moved him to creating one of the top CBD brands based out of the great state of Alaska. And you can find his products available on orionsnaturals.com. Or if you're in the local area up there in Alaska, you can find that his products are available at several different outlets and you'll be able to experience the amazing benefits that he has to offer and, and their, their product line. So Hempster, if you you know are aware as I am, that hemp has been pushed under the rug and denied as an essential solution for food, shelter, clothing, plastics, fuel, energy, medicine, and so much more, then you're going to really appreciate today's show as we dive into the benefits, value, uses of CBD. And if you want to take your CBD game to the next level and learn some things about how you can do better with your hemp business, then you're going to love this hemp episode. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Nick to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for jumping on to this hemp episode. Thank you for thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So when we uh, first met a few weeks back, you had told me an inspiring story about your son and, and what inspired you to create this product line and, and start working with CBD. I'd love to, to share that story in just a moment. But before we get into that particular aspect of what inspired you to create Orion's Naturals, what's a little bit about your background and kind of what led you up to creating this company? So I've run a garden supply store for little over a decade and as cbd started becoming a little more popular about five six years ago i had lots of people coming in asking for cbd and it was actually really hard to try to find a wholesaler that would sell to me in order to resell it so we ended up finding somebody locally that was making it and we ended up selling their stuff and then I had a son, as you were saying earlier, and he was born prematurely by about five weeks. And we had some of a competitor's CBD that was given to our kid in the hospital. And he was not doing well, but after the CBD was given to him, he pulled around and he was out of the NICU in about three days, which was pretty crazy. And after that, I was pretty sold on, on CBD and I was 
as I said earlier, the CBD was hard to get. The local supplier was inconsistent. So we decided to dive in and figure out how to do our own thing. Wow. So you're saying that Orion, who's your son, right? He was in the intensive care unit that he was pre- born premature and was dealing with a few complications. And you said, I think the way you described it to me was you kind of took a, a few drops or just a little bit on your finger and put it on his lips or in his mouth. And within a few days, you guys were able to take him home. Is that, is that how it happened? That's correct. That's amazing. So just experiencing the inconsistency of not being able to get the products that you needed, you were like, I'm just going to create my own company. And so you named it after your son and just started getting into it, huh? Yeah. And then uh, another thing I found out is not all CBD was created the same, you know, coming from the business aspect of it. We actually took, we bought a bunch and sent it to testing labs and nobody is really consistent with the dosages they're actually putting on their bottles. And so we took the extra step and we actually get ours tested. So you actually know what you're buying with current test batches. That that part's been neat because there was some companies that only come back at like 800 milligrams on a thousand milligram bottle, which Mm -hmm. I don't really think is fair (laughs) to the people buying it. Right. Interesting. So you've integrated a sort of testing procedure to make sure that your your products are quality and consistently measured, you know, the right milligrams each time. Correct. And the state also has their own policies, I should say, but they don't, they just basically test like the raw product of the CBD, not like after it's been made into something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that's where a lot of people went wrong is you can do a little bit of bad math accidentally, not intentionally, and not realize you're not actually putting what you say is in that bottle. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, I mean, we found that out with trial and error too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. So you're saying you do the testing on the actual final product, not just the original extract that's being made. Correct. So mm-hmm. for instance, you know, we'll make, Ooh, I think we do 250 bottles at a time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we randomly take a bottle down and take it down to the testing lab and, I like to measure over. So usually anything's over by almost a hundred milligrams. Mm-hmm. And do you do that just to make sure people feel like they're getting enough or is it to balance off any, any error or what, what's the purpose of that? When you're making that many bottles to go back and adjust those bottles, if they're lower is extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. So we would rather be on the side that you're actually getting more than what you're paying for. And it's, you know, really at the end of the day, it's a couple dollars in the whole batch that you're giving out. So, I mean, it's really nothing. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have more in there than less. Right. That makes sense. And it's not like a, a significant amount to where somebody might be taking in more dosage than would be recommended, right? It's, it's still within a very, yeah. You, mm-hmm. yeah it, you know, instead of, I believe a, a dropper pull on our bottles is around 20 
milligrams a serving at a thousand, but you know, they come in around 1100 or 1080. And so you're mm-hmm. only getting like maybe an extra milligram in that dose. If that. Yeah. Makes sense. And then what is your preferred extraction method? Like what state do you prefer your extract? Is it a full spectrum or broad spectrum? Or are you working with isolates or what, what's the preferred um, base extract? So we used to use a lot of those. Alaska just changed their law here in November mm-hmm. of this year. So no CBD product can contain any of the federally regulated THC compliant so basically now we're stuck with just isolate products really so you're saying you can't even have a product that's 0.3 percent thc in alaska no they just changed the law due to the fact that the the cannabis industry put up a huge debate (laughs) with the state and the state finally said Basically, we're getting more money off the taxes off this, so we're just going to make that not available in our products here in Alaska. Wow. So yeah, we we had to we had to get rid of all of our full spectrum and the broad spectrum because there are chances that there could be THC remaining left in it, and it's that's incredible. It's so a, it's a zero it percent policy. Yeah. So are you adding other compounds, like whether it's terpenes or other phytochemicals or nutrients or any other compounds to your blend to to kind of give additional benefits or advantages? Or is it just like a carrier oil and a... So basically just carrier oil and the the isolate. And then we offer a flavoring... Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes our product stand out mm-hmm. over almost any CBD product I've ever tasted. It's it's palatable. Right. I found an extractor that uses, so a lot of ours are like fruit related. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they actually extract the actual fruit and it's nice. natural extraction. And then they do some sort of, process to it so it doesn't mold or whatever and then we add that and it's flavoring so there's something something there and we have quite a few flavors and we have 12 or 14 flavors cool yeah maybe um i do want to talk a little bit more about your entrepreneurial endeavors and kind of some challenges that you have faced but before we get into that let's let's talk about your product line tell me about the different products you offer and the flavor profiles what does that look like so, due to the, the new law, <laughs> yeah, we're you know, we're really changing. We're able to change our whole menu up. So right now we just have tinctures and salves. Okay. We normally have gummies, but we're reformulating that, and we also have dog treats as well. Hmm. And we have flavors for the, the pet CBD as well for the tinctures. Cool. And like a fish flavor. <laughs> Well, we have uh, tuna. Tuna, it is fish. <laughs> yeah. And then we have chicken. Nice. Uh, bacon and a salmon oil. That's really cool. Yeah. And so, I mean, uh, the cats really love the tuna. 
I it's bet. Probably. It's just like cracking open a can of tuna. It's pretty rough if you don't like tuna. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Cool. So you had 12 flavors originally, but due to the regulations changing, you had to kind of shift gears. And right now you're focused on tinctures and salves and going to be bringing the gummies back here pretty soon, as well as the dog treats and and pet pet products. Correct. Nice. Well, as far as running a hemp business, you know, you're, you're a hemp entrepreneur and it's not being an entrepreneur yet, yet alone a, a hemp entrepreneur. There's more challenges and difficulties that one could face. And I want to commend you for weathering the storm and going through what you've gone through. And, you know, there's been certain challenges as a business owner, a, a CBD company. What are some of those challenges that you have faced and how have you been able to overcome them? Originally, it was banking. Banking was the hardest thing in the beginning. I mean, I could have put my head through a wall multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, now we were able to to do it now. But it, I, the problem was that all the local banks still see CBD as a marijuana product mm-hmm. and not as a separate entity of that. Yeah. Um, and so... The banking was probably the biggest issue coming from the business aspect. And it was like, this business can put, like, I've never run into the issue. Yeah. And then it was, yeah, you can't do that. You can't take credit cards. Originally, like PayPal shut us down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We were using PayPal. And then they changed their terms of service in the middle of the night. And then about two minutes later said, you violated our terms of service (laughs) and canceled our account. No fun. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was pretty crazy. We had to actually get a lawyer because they wouldn't give us our money back. Oh my, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> wow. So, you're saying you were able to find a bank that was a non-local bank, or is it like a credit union? Or you don't have to say share the name of the bank if you don't feel comfortable. We use the credit union. I'll just I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, understood i was like it's federally legal you know this is there's nothing illegal about this we have a business license for it we have a hemp license for it Mm -hmm. and so finally after some talking and some showing them paperwork on the difference between cannabis and hemp Mm -hmm. uh, we'll open your account so Mm -hmm. right on that's cool so you just kept trying reach did you have to reach out to multiple banks and let them know. What I probably went every banking facility in the town I live in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So what other difficulties, challenges, problems that you have faced, you know, it could be related to hemp or regulations. It could be just related to typical business operations. Are there other things that you've encountered like sales, marketing, branding, or anything that you've, you've come across that you've had to kind of learn and grow and, and evolve. And what might that be? I guess one of the big challenges here is marijuana is legal in Alaska under the right licensing. Um, so when that board came on, they decided they had a, a big chest and so they came around and they seized every cbd product sold in all of the stores because they 
we're under the impression of marijuana. <laughs> right. And so they basically held hundreds of thousands of dollars from everybody. And they basically let it expire. And then they called everyone and said, you can come pick your products up. Weird. And it was, uh, there was a lot of lawyers that got involved with it, but then they formed Alaska Industrial Hemp. And so then they deal with it, but they're realistically still getting bullied from the marijuana side because of the THC factor, which is silly. Point, point 0.03% is nothing in the grand scheme of things. So you're saying marijuana growers, marijuana sellers, like dispensaries are the ones that are having an issue? Is that? Yeah, it was, uh, it was the manufacturers, the people that make like the, the cartridges and edibles and stuff like that. They, they were claiming it was hurting their business because people with a hemp license could just buy it off of here. And the cost difference. And wow. it was like, you're really not comparing the same thing though. That's unfortunate. It is. It put a, it put a, I mean, it was a pretty big kill shot to the industry here in Alaska. And it's, I mean, there's a lot of people that like all those extra cannabinoids in there for that entourage effect. And it's exactly like, we can't produce it legally anymore. <laughs> Man, that's a, it's a shame what greed can do. These, these, Groups that have lobbying power get their way. So as far as your your business model, are you mainly focused on B2B sales or end consumers, B2C? What what is your business approach? You know, I, I'd rather I look at it as both. You mm-hmm. know, obviously I want to connect with the the end user of it. And I mean we have people, I tell them, you know, call me, email me. You know, if I'm awake, I will answer it. I will get to you the next day. But going to the businesses is easier to get it to the customers because they have more foot traffic mm-hmm. inside the website. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so you do offer on your website as well as in store, like local local shops, boutique kind of like CBD shops, or is it dispensaries? Or where would people uh, be able to find your product? Dispensaries. Yeah, it's dispensaries locally. Mm-hmm. They're really the only ones that can carry the license to resell it oh, in the state. Interesting. So you wouldn't find a CBD product at like a health food store or a little boutique herbal shop or something like that? You can only buy CBD products at dispensaries? There's probably two of those herbal stores you can probably get them at that have got the license, but... Okay. Most people aren't forking out the money for the license. Interesting. That is so strange that you have to get a license to sell CBD retail products. I would think it, you know, in most states, it's just like selling any other supplement. You go to right. a health food store and it's right next to the, you know, ginkgo biloba or the ashwagandha extract, you, you know, right next to that, you got right. the CBD extract. So that's that's pretty wild. Yeah, um, well, it's, uh, it's four hundred dollars just for the license to be able to resell it. So I mean, mm-hmm. I guess your, your sales would have to overcome that number realistically. Yeah. I don't know if I mean there was a place over in Palmer here that 
was real big on it, but after all these retail started opening and, you know, they're really just selling it quite fast, to be honest with you, as opposed to where you could find it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Well, as far as like CBD itself, you know, this is an amazing cannabinoid. It's an amazing compound that has so many different benefits. What are you finding to not only be some of your customers' favorite benefits, but what what do you like most about CBD and, and cannabinoids and you know their therapeutic value? I like that people don't have to take pharmaceutical drugs. And they can use things completely natural. It's way healthier for you. And I just think <laughs> we got lost somewhere with greed and money on the pharmacy side to lose the plant-based products that have been healing people for hundreds and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And I just, the one thing I didn't think CBD would help with, with is gout. Mm. But we've had people take this tinctures and rub it wherever the spot is. And about two days later, they're fine. Wow. That is and cool. That was, it's really neat hearing the different enailments that people have that helps. Because it's such a broad thing that it does. Like Tylenol, you know, it's like people take Tylenol for a bunch of different reasons. but there's CBD is the same way. Mm-hmm, for sure. That's cool. So you, you've, you've had customers been able to get rid of pain, gout specifically. Now, how about in terms of the other benefits and uses of industrial hemp rather than you know, other than cannabinoids? What are some of your other favorite aspects of the industrial hemp plant and what it can do? I love the fact that we can make clothing, rope, fibers, and it's a lot more sustainable and cleaner for the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. And hemp clothing lasts longer than cotton by a long shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I even use hemp-based shampoo. <laughs> so, nice. I don't know. I'm not big on chemicals. I like a lot of plant-based things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and I... Our original clothing, you know, when the people settled here were hemp. They weren't right. They weren't. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've, we've lost track somewhere on the benefits of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of the historical aspects of hemp, do you have any fun facts or historical tidbits or things like that that you can share about hemp? Um, I don't. I actually even tried to look it up, try to come up with something good. <laughs> no worries. I, I, just, I don't really have anything off the wall on that one. That's all good. No problem at all. So in terms of, you know, somebody coming and, and meeting you for the first time, maybe encountering your products, what are some of the common questions that people have, you know, before using your products or maybe even after your products? I'd say one of the biggest questions is, is it going to show up on a drug test? Mm-hmm. And when we had, you know, the THC compliant products, 
you know, we didn't recommend that if you had to take a drug test. Yeah. And a lot of people, when it comes to tinctures, they don't use it correctly. We went and saw a doctor on the best way for liquids to get absorbed into the body. And that's under the tongue. So if you can hold the product, any CBD product that's a liquid under your tongue for about two minutes, you'll absorb most of that rather than swallowing it and your liver processing it out. Interesting. So sublingually is the best way to absorb CBD? Or rectally. Okay. But I think they're suppositories. Or, yeah. Interesting. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people are... are Taking in CBD with suppositories, but uh, they're definitely out there. I have seen a few on the market. Right. Okay. So people also ask you if it'll show up on a drug test. And currently the way that your products are made, because it's an isolate, there's no issues with them having a drug test go off, right? But previously there was possibly an issue if there was residual THC or even if it was legally compliant with 0.3%, that could show up on a test. Right. And, you know, the people doing the drug tests are just looking for THC. They're not knowing whether it came from hemp or it came from marijuana. Mm-hmm. Even if it's the faint line on there, which is probably what hemp compliant THC would show up as a faint line. We just recommend, you know, don't put yourself in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. Don't risk it. Yeah. Right on. So, um, yeah, I guess my my kind of last couple of questions are, why have a hemp company? You know, I mean, obviously you were inspired with your son having experienced those tremendous results. But do you? what is your bigger mission? What is, what is your vision for having this company? And where do you see yourself going in, in the long term? I... Love that helps people. And that to me, like I saw what it did for my son. And I just hope that other people get the same benefit, whether their mother, their grandpa, their grandma, their sister, they can have that benefit or it can help them in a process that would be more costly going to like a doctor or using pharmaceuticals. That's great. And I think in the future, I don't really know. I don't know how it's going to go with the new law that was just passed here. So everything's kind of in the air right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm sure that's with everybody here in the state. Isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, change their entire menus, their entire product lines. Yeah. And we have to literally throw away product because you can't sell it. Unreal. It's it's crazy how beneficial this product is, and yet they're still hiding it from people and just not hiding it, but taking it away, just not not allowing people to receive these benefits. But I'm really glad to hear you're out there doing your thing. And I want our, our listeners to visit Orionsnaturals.com, check out some of your products and yeah really appreciate what you're up to it's kind of a, a parting question that i always love to ask my my guests is 
if you were standing on a stage and could share a message with the entire world, it could be about hemp or it could be anything in general. What would you want to share with them in, in a, you know, a minute or less? Try to go back to plant-based remedies and plant-based diet because that is, I mean, protein originally starts from a plant and, you know, and the biggest animals on earth eat vegetation and they do just fine. And I think there's a lot of natural remedies out there that can do just as much as pharmaceuticals and for a fraction of the price. Right on. Well, there you have it, folks. This is Nick with OriansNaturals.com. Really appreciate having you on the show and look forward to seeing you out there in the hemp world. And if this is your first time listening to Hemp Aware Radio, check us out at HempAware.com. If you've got your own hemp company and are looking for support or help growing your business, getting traffic to your website, boosting your sales, or just managing that entire process and sort of automating everything, we'd love to be of service. We have over 18 years helping grow hemp companies and are in it for the long haul. So visit HempAware.com. And let us know what your interests are. Let us know what you want to hear about on the show. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. And thanks again, Nick. Appreciate you being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.